yelling at each other about who is a real and, a, and not a real White Sox fan. I'm Nathan Tani. <laughs> I'm joined by Matthew Giannato. And t- today, on a special Bears-Packers preview week, we have both Eric Burkholz and Michael Rhino. Eric, say hello to everybody. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? Is this your first time ever on a podcast? Um, I believe so. Nice. Well, welcome. It's not that bad. Rhino's going to oh, fuck it all up. It. <laughs> well, I Rhino's... wanted to say thanks for having me, but after that intro, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think we can salvage a little bit by saying, Nathan, I was very salty last week after the Yankees lost to the Red Sox. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, everyone really? realized that. Really? And I was more salty because Yuki was chirping me all day during the game, the Red Sox game. So I was, I was lashing out. Does it make um, you feel worse that they just beat the Rays? Oh, it makes me feel even worse. And now we get to watch the Astros versus the freaking Reds. It couldn't have ended any worse for me. <laughs> I was America actually will be cheering for the, for the Red Sox. <laughs> Uh, not me. <laughs> I will be cheering for no one. Well, everybody outside of New York will yeah, be cheering I'll be for cheering. the Red Sox. I'll be cheering for the Red Sox as well. Fuck let's, go, let's go Brewers. As of the recording of this podcast, they haven't officially been knocked out yet. Can they Pretty get sure one of the white? Yes. Pretty sure one of the White Sox pictures called out the Astros for cheating at home again. They did. They, de- they said they've That's definitely ballsy. been known to do some shady shit, and it felt like they always knew the pitch. So... That's- well, yeah, when no you one... score ten runs away, then you, you kind of your argument kind of gets put in the grave. Yeah. Although, once a cheater, always a cheater. We've watched it with the Patriots for years. That's, Bill Belichick. That's this is very true. <laughs> so I mean, Patriots and once Tiger Woods. Cheating, man, you, you don't get rid of it. Did you just say Tiger Woods? Yeah, he cheated on his wife like numerous times, right? <laughs> <laughs> That went right over my head, but okay. <laughs> so let's get into this week's fantasy matchup. Uh, so I actually played. This is not the reason we have Rick and Rhino on. That's more of a Bears-Packers preview. But I did play their fantasy team last week. I love the Rick Rhino buy. They put up 48 total fantasy points in a double flex league. So that's impressive. So that's impressive. I, I want to talk about here. Um I was trying to decide earlier today if we are the Jets of the league or the Jaguars of the league. Um, and, and so I, I, was, I was kind of between. I feel like we got a couple good picks this year with uh, Devonta Smith and Mac Jones here in the future. He, he looks pretty promising. Um, so I was trying to decide between is Zach Wilson better than Trevor Lawrence? And in which case, if he's better than Trevor Lawrence, we're going with the Jets. Um, but I was kind of undecided there. I mean, is we're it 0-5 for Trevor Lawrence? 0-5 with an oh, average be, of like the Jags. So the way I see it right now, Zach Wilson is almost embracing his inner Sam Darnold a little bit, but he's gotten better each week, kind of. Where Trevor Lawrence, it kind of feels like 
like something's off there. I feel like he's being held down by Urban. To be honest, Urban doesn't care right now. Although he did get lucky that he's taking out the spotlight. Yeah, is it because Urban can't lift him up because he's trying to lift up that lady as well? It could so, be honestly. And maybe that's maybe you guys are the Urban Meyer of your fantasy team. Maybe there's just no team chemistry going on there. You know, they don't know like which manager to root for versus not root for. Like maybe you are the Jacksonville Jaguars, and and your team just doesn't want to play. I don't know about that. I'm going more with points is bad. Well, I mean, you like to... kind of get screwed by injury this week. Yeah. Have you seen our lineup? Have, <laughs> I'm have looking you seen at our lineup right now. You're, 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 you got Ronald Jones. We don't have it too. <laughs> you know, yeah. So the, so the big start of this year, we already decided to lose this year. It's kind of like the Panthers losing Christian McCaffrey for the year before the year even starts, right? Like Cam Akers, once he tears that Achilles, I mean – yeah, it's a rough it was one. it was a scuffed year already, right? So it's like basically let's see. I mean, we're gonna lose every game anyway, especially once Ronald Jones started uh fumbling the ball first <laughs> week, what, like third play? He's never gonna play again in the whole and the rest of the year. Yeah. Right. It, it was already a scuffed year from the beginning, you know? Well it yeah. it uh, you know, part of it also pisses me off that I put up 164 this week and it's wasted. I could have won with 60 points. I don't want to hear about wasting. I'm so sorry for you. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, let's get into that one. Geo puts up 161 and loses by 30. And I, the thing <laughs> is, I had Cortland Sutton on my bench. He put up 21 points and I could have played him. And Pierce could have not played Jonathan Taylor and still beaten me. <laughs> like, I yeah. was screwed in this one. Like, I knew it as soon as Jonathan Taylor had the long touchdown last night. Like, it was it was not going to happen. Even with, um, even with Lamar, like, he only had – well, it was seven points in a QB six lead. I don't think he had a touchdown in the first half. I don't remember exactly. But um, he only had about seven points in the first half anyway. So even with that, I was pretty much screwed. I had Mo Ali Cox there to, who had he, he had a good week last week, but he's had like three total good weeks over the last two years, and so the chances of him having two good weeks in a row is just minimal. So he did yeah. what is what was expected of him. Probably a little bit better, honestly. I probably thought he'd get about five. He ended up with six and a half points. So it was just it was kind of one of those where like I was beat up, but still had a good week. So I was kind of happy with that but it hurts to put up over 160 points and loses and lose. It's just, it just hurts. Yeah. It kind of, well, one Pierce's team is really fucking good. Five and oh, most points four by 70 at this point. And 770. Yeah, by 70. Yeah. That's a lot compared to, you know, especially compared to Brick and Rhino's 415. Yeah, it's just yeah. Really crazy to put that, that into perspective. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be I fair, think... though, we do have a lot of points against. I mean, that, that is true. What are we? Third and Honestly, second in points against? I mean, that's the reason we're losing. Fourth. Yeah. Uh, you're up there. Definitely top six. Kaler's got the most at 679. His team at three and two. Him losing to Sam, who played Chris Carson on on Thursday, is pretty funny. 
They both texted me. It was just like, shit, I forgot. And then he wins by four. Yeah. Devontae. Imagine losing with Devontae Adams and Derrick Henry on your team this week. I mean, Devontae. Derrick Henry hasn't been as dominant as I would have expected him to be. Like, in our un-dynasty league, he's been fine. But he hasn't been as off the charts as I expected him to be. Do you know why that is, though? I have absolutely no idea. Because his receiving game, he gets more of his his like ground game. Like it's on all on the ground, pretty much. He doesn't really get as much I mean, through the air. I mean, he does a little bit, but they're mainly just grounding and pounding the ball right now. I so mean, we'll just run why, screens with him. We're also talking about this is the RB one on the season. Like he yeah. he is the number one overall fantasy running back in both standard and PPR. Yeah, so it seems like he would be putting Seven up more. Touchdowns. He doesn't. He doesn't have like a bunch of receptions that are, that's going to inflate it in the passing game, which is why it seems like it's on the lower side. It doesn't help that they got Julio Jones. Uh, I kind of disagree. I mean, he's got 14 receptions for 125 yards through, you know, five games. Like, that's not what you expect from Derrick Henry. He also has three games over 113 yards and seven touchdowns on the ground. I mean, he's been dominant. Well, who are who are Tennessee's wide receivers? Well, Julio's out, so it's AJ Brown, Corey Josh Davis. Reynolds. Wait, Corey Chester, Davis is in New York. Corey Davis plays. He's on your team. He's on the Jets. Yeah. Well, there we go. I mixed that one up. Who am I thinking of then? He, he, they, Corey Davis used to be there. It's Chester Brown. That's what I'm it's, thinking of. Okay, then he used to be there. I just mixed that shit up. Yeah, okay. it, and some manager yeah. I am. Can't you tell? Yeah, I mean, as other than Week One against the Cardinals, where they were losing the majority of the time, his lowest points is 17, and he is 44, 17, 24, 31. He's it's been insane. an absolute stud, and his nickname of Dave Tony is Rude. Oh, very rude. Speaking of the Cardinals game. Cardinals, I do want to talk about that matchup before we get into the the clear blowout that the Packers will have against the Bears. The Cardinals-Browns this week, Tommy. Are you feeling a little nervous there? Especially after Justin Herbert put up, what, 47 against your defense? Uh, I would like to say no comment, but yes, I'm nervous. Is so, it at home is my question. Yes, it is. Mm, that makes me feel better. I because don't know what the line is yet. We put, I mean, it's not like we played like shit against the Chargers. Like we just, like Kevin had some, some questionable, you know, play calls and, and Baker didn't look incredible, but we put up 42 points. Like we just lost. And, and you know, the fact that we had that game and then we have two weeks ago, we have the Vikings game. Like, we can win and lose however, any which way, and it just depends on what defense you're going to get. And the Chargers are, like, top f- top five NFL team currently, at least in my opinion. I mean, they're favored in that division right now, and to be favored in the division that had the Chiefs who were projected to pretty much go undefeated this year, yeah. it's pretty surprising. Which is another actual question I want to hear your guys' opinion on. Wait, do you want to hear is the it, line? Not yet, because we're going to guess them at the end. But okay. You like that game. I do like that game. But is it too early to panic for the Chiefs? They arguably just got through the hardest part of their schedule. They've, they've had a brutal couple weeks. 
and it's going to get a little easier the next couple of weeks up and for the next like three or so until green bay comes in week seven which could be a seven was it not seven eight maybe one of those weeks and that'll be another hard matchup but they should have some winnable games is I'm, it panic yo, mode there i'm Gio, who are they playing who are they week? playing in the next couple of rounds Couple the games. Washington football team is this week. Um, the Titans the next week. And then the what, then the yeah. Giants. Then us. Then uh, I would say I am mildly panicking because you're supposed to be the best team in the NFL, yet you're two and three. You've won games you should win, but in close games, like, you've not looked great. They could easily be one and four. Like we forget that the Browns beat them for three quarters and should have won that game. Imagine if the Chiefs were one and four with the win against the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles or Eagles uh Brown. Eagles and Browns are the two wins. Their defense sucks. And that's why I am panicking if I'm the Chiefs. All right. Yeah. I got a scale here, boys. So the most panic I'm gonna be let's say it's a 10 is like you're hungover and um, you're about to land in an airplane where like the scariest part of the airplane rise. Like if we don't fucking land this plane, dude, like we're all just going sailing onto this highway. Right. And a one is like, you just got into a hot tub, smoked a bowl. are just chilling out for the chiefs. I'm going to say a four mainly because I think the next three weeks are easy wins for them. And if they lose one of the next three weeks, then, then, it's, then it's a 10, right? Then it's a panic. Sorry about the dog there, boys. Um, I'd say not super panicked yet because they can win the next three weeks. Be totally fine. Yeah. Rhino, what do you think? I like the four. I think, honestly, I think there's a chance. I mean, they'll beat the Giants. That should be an easy win. But I don't know why I have just that weird, weird feeling like they could get, I don't want to call it an upset, but I feel like that Titans or football team game, I feel like one of those teams can beat them. The Washington football been team game sounds like a trap game almost in a way. If they were like like four and one, three and two, I would pretty much consider it a trap game, but they might consider it like way more serious of a game now just the way the season started for them. It's just an uncomfortable matchup. I mean, who? I agree. I think the football team can beat them. I, I my concern is just their defense is trash, but they they've played Browns, Ravens, Eagles, Chargers, and the and the uh, who they lose to, and the Bills. Like those are five. You know, four of those teams are top ten NFL teams of the NFL. So that's yeah, what happens when you. Come in first place in your division. You play hard again. This is true. So we'll see if they can, you know, blow out the football team and if their defense can figure stuff out. But I, it's a seven point. They're seven point road favorites. So twenty four seventeen. If they pull out a win, it's going to be twenty four seventeen. Yeah. So. That that'd be good if their defense could hold someone to seventeen points. Because I don't think they've done that. Um, what a backup quarterback! Yeah, yeah is there any, either of those defenses can hold the team to seventeen points. Yeah, right 
Do we want to talk about how the Packers and the Bengals that game should have ended in a tie? Because that oh, should have one been a tie. should have. It should have, have. At <laughs> bare minimum, been a one point Packers win in regulation at the bare minimum. <laughs> it should have been a if tie. You count, now, if you count all of the the uh, missed field goals as actual kicks, the Packers would have won by one. Because they would have so, kicked the extra point. Yeah. They would have made that. They would have yeah. won by one point, which but they like, theoretically probably should have won by one. And then one of the field they goals. They should have won by more than one. <laughs> oh, they should have won by at least seven to eight. And this it's, is coming from okay. a guy who did take minus four and a half on them. 100%. Yeah, you okay. bet very heavily on the on I the did, Packers. but that's what in the fucking overtime, you're relying on Mason Crosby who's shitting himself. Use your fucking MVP quarterback and MVP wide receiver and just fucking launch one. Like, go for it. Like, why not? At that problem point? is no. we did we did launch one to get one to the freaking ten, and then he missed the field goal after. Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> you have Tay on your team. Fucking just launch it and let yeah. him run. He had what two hundred and eight yards in that game. Yeah, he fucking won me a shit ton of my game. I went three and zero in my fantasy league, except for dynasty. Except for the forty eight, the, the team with forty. Enough. How about Jamar Chase? Looking good. Looking really good. To be yeah. fair, one good catch against the Packers gave him, what, half of his yards for that game? That probably should have um, been squatting Six for 159. And it probably oh, should have been an interception that was just missed. So, I mean, he has been looking great. He's been a good deep ball target. I don't – I mean, he's not – he's like a, what, Hollywood Brown kind of player as of right now. Do I think he can get better? For sure. But look at as of right now. I mean, what, you see one one to two deep touchdowns from him to Joe Burrow once yeah, a he, week. Yeah. He's fantasy wide receiver, number six standard, eight PPR, with 100 yards, 54 yards, 65 yards, 77, and 159. And at this point, what, five total touchdowns? I mean, he's been pretty good. He's been very good this year. I mean, he'll have a thousand yard season. He'll probably win offensive rookie of the year at this point. I would say through five games, he's absolutely offensive rookie of the year. Because none of the quarterbacks look great. Just wait. Yeah. Just, just wait for Justin Fields to get his shit going. Just wait. That what will happen. I don't think it's Justin Fields. We got to wait for it. I think it's yeah, got to wait for the Bears to move on. You know on. what? Maggie. That's 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 possibly true. But you know what? I'm gonna let him <laughs> make his magic. I'm gonna let hey. him make his magic. Hey, uh, well, we can go talk about the Chargers. The not the Chargers. The Bears uh, Raiders game. Matt Nagy was not the worst coach in the game in terms of a human being. So, congratulations <laughs> to Matt Nagy. That turned quick. Who would have figured that <laughs> in, the, in a yeah. matter of hours? <laughs> Way to go, Matt Nagy. Not the biggest douchebag of an NFL head coach compared to his opponent. John Gruden is who we're talking about, by the way, who resigned yesterday. Resigned. Yeah, as soon as yeah. all those reports came out, we knew he was gone. Yeah. I remember when the first one came and out. And right can't get fired if you resign. You know, he... he He's like, I've a bit fired. I just, I just resigned. Felt like I was a distraction. But yeah, that dude is a piece of shit. Yeah, I mean, bro. Never coach in the NFL again. Last time we ever really hear John Gruden's name, other than like, oh, John Gruden. Like, I remember that guy. He's gonna be. He killed his reputation in a matter of hours. Yep. So 
he's just he's going to be an afterthought and forgotten and probably just fade away. You know who is the biggest beneficiary of this? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is at 100% correct. He he is no longer in in this fire, just in the smoke. Uh, but I still give him till week nine before he resigns and or gets fired. That's my line. I had it at a year and a half. Now it's week nine. Because he's gone. He's fucking gone. We should yeah. we should look at the Jaguars schedule to make sure of that because you never know if they get if they string a couple of wins together here. They do in a couple of weeks. That same week, the Packers play the Chiefs. They get a matchup with your boy, Geno Smith, Nathan Tawney, and the Seahawks. They could possibly oh, win that game. Top. Geno Smith is a top five quarterback in the NFL, and we've been waiting. We've been sitting here waiting for the time at Geno Smith, and it is Geno Smith time. <laughs> it is Geno- he actually didn't look that bad. He looked okay. <laughs> Let, let's let's bet on something Geno Smith related. Oh shit! It's Seahawks Steelers on Sunday night this week. Oh, let's go, <laughs> Geno! Oh, that's gonna be fun. That's oh, not Gino a bad Smith. <laughs> that's gonna be it. That which team wants it less? Yeah. For those who don't know, I've been saying Geno Smith is a top five quarterback in the NFL <laughs> since college. <laughs> And he just – no one's giving him his chance, you know? I'm and, not going to lie. I heard something today that's so true. And it's like – it's one of those things where like this weekend where he when he made an appearance, it was like one of those situations where you're like, oh, I thought this guy was never going to appear again in the NFL. And then suddenly he's still here. Like, Gino, you're just like, oh, he's still in the NFL? What? <laughs> he's a beast. I'm telling you. What's it, like week 11? No, no, Russ. At least six weeks. I think it was week eight. He has see he has Steelers, Saints, Jags, Packers, Cardinals football team. He'll win three of those games. I think he wins three of those games. Yeah, Someone bet me on that. Lot. Someone bet me ten bucks on this. He goes. He goes three and three. That's a lot on that Seahawks defense, though. I, I, that's okay. Jamal Adams will figure it out eventually. Tony, you and Adams I have a bet from like safety. last year that I still can't remember that Gio was a witness to, and I know I won it, but I don't know what it was. Oh, was it? No, I'm really curious. Yeah, and it's bothering me. I, a couple months ago, <laughs> I was thinking about it. We agreed on Xbox over it 100%, and it was like 50 bucks, and I won it cleanly, but I don't know what it is, so I can't, I can't collect. I, I remember I thought I bet someone on – it was Browns-Bears record last year. Ooh. Which I definitely won that. Browns had a better record. so it Yeah, we were 10-6 and six versus 8-8. Eight and eight. That actually – I don't think that was it. So was, I won it. Huh? So you owe me oh, 50 that, bucks. That sounds <laughs> kind of familiar. I'm going yeah, to shoot myself in the foot. And yeah, and wait, you owe me 50 bucks, you bitch. <laughs> Or was it – no, wasn't it the Browns would win the division or something and you won because they had a good year but got the wild card? Wasn't it like something I like know, that? I, I don't know. The... I know Tawny was drunk and I definitely wasn't sober when we made this deal. Yeah. And, you, and but... the, fact, the fact you think I was. <laughs> well, that – when you're on Xbox, it's almost a guarantee you're not sober. So yeah, take that for what it's worth. Yeah, I think – 
I think I know I bet someone. Well, we can call it a wash at this point. But yeah. I know yeah. I bet someone that the Browns would have a better record than the the Bears last, two years ago. I mean, there's only what a handful of people that you'd make that bet with, and I it'd be you or Matt Gill. Yeah. And Matt, yeah, let's, let's just bet let's just call that a wash. We'll yeah, call yeah, it a wash. Call that a wash. <laughs> we'll call right. it a wash. You want to do that same bet for this year, right now? Um, two and three, three and two. What bothers me about that is, and I'm going to say this, and this is going to be a hot take, and I'm going to guess all three of you are going to disagree with me on this. If the Bears play the Browns again, I'd say in the next two to three weeks, I think the Bears win. I do. Did you not watch the game? Oh, three I did. Weeks ago? Oh, I watched it. We had it nine and a half sacks. It was atrocious. We had nine and a oh, half I, sacks. I, I, I saw. I, I saw. Our offense is yeah. shit, but we had it's a we, hot take. nine and a half all sacks. Right. All right, all right. Based on this take, Rhino, what do you think uh, Bears Packers is going to end up like this weekend, then? I mean, do you want me to answer this? As yeah, a let's get in. Let's Bears get fan, into it. Or do you want me to answer this as a football fan? I, I, answer I want... as a Bears fan first, football fan second. Go. Oh. As a Bears fan, the Bears are going to pull it out. They're going to win by three. They're going to pull it out, no doubt. 100%. You seen Mason Crosby last week? He can't kick shit. The Bears are going to pull through. Let me, no problem. Let me rephrase the question this way because I think it'll be an interesting way to think about it. What do the Packers have to do to beat the Bears this weekend? And then I'll answer it the other way. What do they have to do? Yeah, what do the Packers have to do to beat the Bears throw this the weekend? As a Bears fan. Field, throw yeah. the ball downfield. Just attack our secondary. <laughs> That's it. Run the ball. Yeah. If the Packers can run the ball effectively. Anybody can say run the ball effectively and you're going to beat your opponent. The Packers haven't done that. They they really haven't ran the ball that well from what I've watched. I could be wrong. Aaron Jones was playing well last week. The first team, what, in NFL history? Or the first Packers team in NFL history to – have a 300-yard passer, 200-yard wide receiver, and uh The tone you say that in, I don't appreciate. You just say it with, like, your nose so up in the air, just like, ooh, look at me, the Packers. Look at us go. So, wait, what is the line for this game in Chicago? Are we guessing? I I know the line. I know the line. I'm looking it up right now. No, guess. Packers, Packers by four and a half. I would, you, it's in Chicago. No, it's in it's in Chicago. It's in Chicago. So yeah, I would, that's four and a half. Times. I'll just I'll, to be different. I'll say four. It's four and a half. Packers four okay. and a half points. So that All is. Right. Here's what the Packers have to do to win. Number one, we need our boy Elton Jenkins to get healthy, so we don't have two of our. Five offensive linemen starters starting right now, and Josh three, Myers, by the way. Three times. Yeah, it's, three three. Guys, it's been a brutal year on the offensive line, injury wise, for the Packers. Here. Yeah. Then I agree with what Tawny said. Actually, get the run game going. Give it to AJ Dillon and just have him fucking truck through some offensive line or defensive linemen. Clear up the backfield. And just start tossing the ball to Devontae after that. 
I mean, you, if I mean, Hicks you is don't out, double Devontae. If you don't double Devontae, he's going to get the catch. If you double him, he might also still get the catch. And yeah. then the defensive side, got to get pressure on Justin Fields like the Browns did. You got to you gotta put it on him. And yeah. if they put pressure on Justin Fields, he's going to make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with all those. And uh, I would say, you know, coming from, you know, the Bears side of things, I think what the Bears need to do is, is utilize Justin Fields' mobileness or, you know, agility in the run game and, and buy him some more time to find Allen Robinson and Mooney, you know, and, and move the pocket and run some read options, you know? So, like, Nathan, what I'm going to say for the Bears, for their most their best chance of winning, I actually don't think it's in the hands of Justin Fields right now. He's not set up to win. What they need to do is they need to run downhill every play to get in like second and shorts to third and shorts to fourth and shorts and convert on a couple fourth downs, things like that. Then on the defensive side of the ball, they have to let Khalil Mack wreak havoc like he did against the Raiders. What he was doing like that in the backfield is going to be the only way they're going to get Rodgers like shaken up. They're going to quadruple team Devontae because we're going to get a we're going to get our annual picture of the Bears quadruple team Devontae. So you know they're going to try and take the best like our best weapon out. So the Packers are going to have to try and counter that, but the Bears' best chance of actually winning is forcing Rodgers to play hero ball, just like he was doing in the first quarter of the Bengals, just like he did against the Saints. They need See, to also make Matt LaFleur make more of these decisions because as it's coming late in games where the Packers have been keeping teams around, they haven't been putting them away. So if the Bears can hang around there till the end of the game in a lower-scoring type game, they might be able to sneak one out. So someone needs to slip Matt Nagy either some acid or some <laughs> Molly and, and get one, get him in the film room, get him a whiteboard, get him high off his balls and get the creative juices flowing in his brain. And I think that's how the, 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 uh, the bears will win. So I want to make a comment. About looks Justin like a Fields. guy with no creative juices in his brain. Yeah. Get him some acid. Get him fucked up. Okay, here's a take I saw from Twitter, and I loved it. I would love to give credit to the reporter or journalist or whoever said it, but I don't know which one of you just mentioned the mobility of Justin Fields. Me. The way the way they described it, and I 100% agree, is you know, Justin Fields is mobile as all hell, and it's great. But we don't want – I personally don't – I don't want that to be a staple of his game, as in, like, we're running him half – like, not half the time, but – I would rather him always be thinking pass first. And if he has to run, great. I don't want it to be a option style play where he is running. One, in the sense I want to protect him. But two, I don't, well, yeah, I don't, he's not Lamar Jackson. He's not. He has the ability to escape and run. And that's fucking amazing because the Bears have never had that. But I don't want him to be used in that way. And I don't think that's, I mean, it's a skill, but it's not his strongest skill like it is with Lamar. Well, I'm talking more along the lines of like what the Browns do with Baker Mayfield in, you know, a lot of play action bootlegs and a lot of, you know, how they move the pocket like like Mahomes and what Herbert does, you know, all these big offensive, you know, pretty good offensive teams. Like it feels like they're running a lot of bootlegs and moving the pocket and not just, you know, three steps back or like it's very clear and obvious when you're running the ball compared to passing the ball. 
Oh, yeah, like, I would love and, to see that. They're stretching the eye discipline of the defense to try and confuse them to open up easier throwing lanes and rushing lanes, yeah. which is what Nagy's not doing because he's Tawny's kind of right. Like you are definitely right, Tawny. Like they've run this. Like I feel like I've seen the same pass route from the Bears like four times a game for like the past three years, where they just run like both the slot kind of wide receivers out five yards hitches and just pick which one's open. They yeah. run that same pass route like pretty much every play. And so like if they're not going to elaborate or try and confuse the defense at all, it's putting Justin Fields at a huge disadvantage. Yes. Like like I said, I think someone needs to get Matt Nagy high and let him just figure out new shit. And that's that's how that's how you do it, Bears. Someone play this for Matt Nagy. I know you can do it. Get him stoned. Yeah. That's it's, hard to, it's hard to see how Justin Fields will be able to get when he's pretty much being held down. Yeah. And oh. in this, in this offseason, like, maybe sign a couple, you know, like, veteran offensive tackles and guard. That'd be good. Yeah. So, Rhino, what are your final thoughts on the Packers-Bears game? What do you, what do you, what do you want to, your last thoughts to be going in? It's my classic thoughts are the Bears can absolutely win, but just as as long as that fuck number twelve is under center, he's got our number, and that's kind of the end of it. Yeah, Rick, what do that's, you think? What are your yeah. what are your final thoughts going in? I got one thing before that. So the first thing is, you know, you guys think I should DM Aaron Rodgers asking what he's being for Halloween? I feel like him and I got a similar look going on right now. Yes, I do think you should do this. I feel like I need to, you know, like get a good Halloween costume. And, I mean, being what Aaron Rodgers is being, never a bad choice, right? What if he was being Jack O'Callaghan for Miracle? I mean, that'd be perfect. Um, Okay, on to your next point. Final (laughs) thoughts on Packers-Bears games. Devontae Adams always balls out against the Bears even if Brett Hundley's throwing to him. So expect him to put up at least 125 yards prior TD. I think if the Bears can get some pressure on Rodgers, um, it'll be a little more interesting of a game. Um, if Elton Jenkins is back and can shut down Khalil Mack a little bit, I think the game will be a little bit uh, – Lopsided, but we'll we'll see because for some reason the Packers stink in the red zone this year. So kicking field goals is uh, not the greatest, but I think Packers can cover that four and a half line. Yeah, I'm calling my final thoughts are it's going to be tied at half, probably about 10 10. Then the Packers are going to win 17 or 27 17 by 10. That's kind of what I'm thinking, but I've been very wrong on everything all year. <laughs> Let's hope that streak continues. Yeah, I'm probably gonna bet Bears money line just because that sounds fun. So, well, I'll Bear be watching the damn game from my phone because I'll be at the Bengals Lions game like an idiot. Yeah, why'd fun, you do? Why'd you do that? I didn't look at the schedule and I bought tickets because Joe mm-hmm. was going to the game. He's like, buy tickets too, and then I didn't look at the damn schedule. So, I will be right. at Ford Field I'll watching. Be watching. On my phone. From an airport bar in Idaho. They probably um, won't even put it on for you. 
Oh, they'll put it on for me. I'll be the only person at the fucking airport bar <laughs> drinking at 11 a.m., so. Yeah, they'll definitely put it on. Nobody yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll see him. I'll catch the highlights on Red Zone. I think. Are the Browns? No, no, the Browns play at four. Never mind. So I'll probably watch that game. Yeah. Um, we're gonna guess it. We're gonna guess some lines before we call the pod. Yeah, we can. Packers. All right. Browns. Uh, Cardinals at Browns. Cardinals at Browns. I'm going. Cardinals minus five. Browns two and a half point favorites. Ooh. All right, what? Ryan. Are you Ryan? Are you the next one? If you if you already know the line, just say it. Oh, I don't know the line. I don't know any of the lines. Um. Okay. I'm going to say Cardinals minus five. No, the Browns minus two and a half is right. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, he said that. Oh, He's going to he... ask you the next game. <laughs> what? He's going to ask you the, the next game, and then he's going to ask Rick the next game. So he'll guess like a couple of Oh, I thought you I thought all right, we were all taking a shot at each game. Okay. Right. Yeah, That's... everyone takes a shot at this one. Vikings at Panthers. <sighs> Rick, you go first. I'm going first. Um, Panthers D's been pretty good this year, but the Vikings offense has been apparently one of the best in the league. I'm going to go Panthers minus one and a half. Okay. Gio, Gio Rhino. Okay, that that was it. So I can can guess. I'll guess. I'm going to guess at – Panthers minus five. So, Rhino, you want to guess? Panthers minus three. So, it opened at Panthers minus one and a half. And it Let's is, go. It has since moved to Vikings minus one and a half. What? Really? Yeah. People are betting the Vikings. Wow. Fuck that. Wait, I wouldn't have sense. guessed that. We all, all right. hate the Vikings. That's something yeah. we all can Look do. at me. That's two guest lines so far this yeah, uh, that's pod. Good. I think you guys should invite me on for your betting podcast. All right. Last one. All, th- all three of you guys guess. Chargers at Ravens. Oh, my Ooh, gosh. That, that's another good game. Oh, we my. Some good games this week. Yeah. Rhino, you go first. Uh, uh, I'm going to take Chargers minus six. Ooh. Did you say it was at Ravens? At Baltimore. At Baltimore. Yeah, I'll still take that. Ravens minus one. I'm going to go Chargers minus two. Ravens minus three. Ooh, Damn. Damn. So, yeah, we have that game. We have Cardinals-Browns uh, on. But the uh, the Fox game of the week is Dallas at New England. God, fuck. Obviously. Why are they always fucking prime time? It pisses me off. I mean, we'd Sunday night Steelers. <laughs> Like it, it pisses me. Like it. What was it? Dallas at New England at uh against the Giants over the Browns Chargers game, which was electric. They like, turned the Packers game off early in New Jersey. It was the worst thing ever. It's stop showing me the fucking Dallas Cowboys. The Green Bay Packers also always have a national television game. I'm done. I'm sick of it. Stop it. As a Funny. Packers fan. Funny. We just want one o'clock games. <laughs> I'll say it over and over again. It's fucking Cleveland. 
There's nothing I, else that needs to be said. It's but we, we play the best games. It doesn't we play the best matter. games. You guys could be undefeated right now. At the end of the day, you're still fucking Cleveland. I, you know what? I do actually hate playing the night games because I hate being stressed out at midnight. So I'm cool <laughs> with four o'clock. I think games. we're all on board with you on that one. No one likes staying up super yeah. late on Sunday uh, night being like, "Fuck this after, shit." I'm after the 49ers game. I couldn't fall asleep till like two thirty in the morning. So so amped up. Yeah. <laughs> so the next day of work is just so bad. I don't. I don't think I've stayed awake for a night game, like a full night game yet this year. Well, that's only because you're like you're like 45 years old, Tony. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I know. Coming from the guy who has gray hair. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, all, right, all right. So I do want to. I I do I do want to get one more thing in. Um, well, two more things. One, I I do want a word from our sponsors. Rhino does have that admin ready. And two, <laughs> after that. We're gonna. I do want to give everyone give their hockey predictions for the year. Okay, Brian, what is your ad read? Today's podcast is brought to you by CCM Hockey. If you would like to have silky mitts like Connor McDavid, have a sweet clapper like Alex Ovechkin, or have a dirty stash like Austin Matthews, buy CCM. It'll make you a fucking superstar. That sounds very professional. Thank you. Minus the fucking. <laughs> Minus <laughs> the part. They're all actually sponsored by CCM, so my shit's accurate. Thank you. Yeah, I really hope we don't get sued, but we're also not making any money on this, so who cares? <laughs> we would 100% of your earnings. All right, well, I've spent $60 on a mic, so we're, we're negative money. So you're actually paying me 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you can say our sponsorship. <laughs> yeah. So now it's time right. for hockey picks. So talking yep. hockey, the Columbus Blue Jackets are gonna win everything. Columbus deserves a championship. We've never had we haven't had a professional championship in you know a year. So we deserve another one. So your prof- are you referring to the Columbus crew as your professional championship? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, just making sure. Just yeah. making sure. Because the MLS is just fucking prime sports in the United States. Yes, it is. <laughs> hey, it's probably as big as the NHL in Columbus. Okay. In Columbus. Oh, oh, oh you scared me for a second there. Holy <laughs> shit, man. Oh. Oh, speaking of Columbus, they, they are hosting the United States men's national team game against Panama tomorrow at the new lower.com. And no, that's shout a good out game, Dan. actually. Shout out Dan Moraine. We are going. He he was able to get us some tickets. So that's going to be sick. First U.S. men's national team game at the new Coos Stadium. Very exciting. You can tell we're all pumped for you. Yeah, thanks. I I really appreciate it, guys, man. What what a what a great <laughs> yeah, snack awesome. from a great snack Ooh. from a great friend. Uh, you know, thanks, Dan. Liverpool's doing amazing this year. Bruce Dortmund sucks, which is awesome. Don't suck. They're just as usual <laughs> losing games that they shouldn't lose, and I'll come in like third again. Arsenal is a dumpster fire. Um, and yeah, who oh, cares can I make a little bit all statement? sports? You all the sports. Thing? Rick, do you mind? Do you mind? No, go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if you are not aware, in our 
in our fantasy hockey league, Murph has texted me all day asking me to trade him. Real Kaprizov. I can't. I never pronounce his fucking name right. But he has been begging me all day to trade him, and the season just started today. And I am not going to trade him shit. That's what I like to hear, Rhino. Do or you want to make hear my dollars to get a, to get him from me? Because that would be a real shitty, trashy thing to do. I don't know who would ever do that. You guys literally did that in our dynasty league. We don't need to hear this. Prove we don't it. need to ask this. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> but, wow, Prove it. He's got he's got a good point. They did send separate Venmos to me, so I have no way to prove this. I I am I'm impressed by you guys' lack of complaints to us commissioners here on the commissioners committee. Um We debated you know, it. We we know <laughs> we've we've done an amazing job and uh I think it's just it just goes to show that the great managers uh have the best team. And the worst managers have the worst team, so so and my hockey kind of fucking unnecessary comment. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. That was really unnecessary. <laughs> and on that note, thanks everyone for joining us hey, here hey, in the hey, <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, thanks Devils over Blackhawks. Let's go. Devils over Blackhawks. Fuck Wild the Rangers. They're gonna get Let's eliminated go. in the first round if they even make it, which they won't. They will. They won't make it over the Blackhawks, that's for sure. <laughs> the Blackhawks have a fucking Vezina Trophy goalie now. So unless our defense wants to shit themselves every game, we have a fucking – I don't even know the right word to use. All we're right. safe. We're safe. Rhino just texted me, go, Pack, go. So that's what we're going to leave that's it off as. Go, Pack, go. All right, Jesus Tony. Christ. Go, Brownies.